You've entered the Networker Zone, the ultimate podcast for networkers in direct sales, network marketing, MLM, or any sales side hustle. You'll learn the skills for the how-to and the mindset to make it work. From the author of over 20 best-selling books and over 25 years in the business, here's your host, Keith Schreider. All right, today in the zone, I have another amazing networker. He's always willing to help and share with the industry via our Facebook Network Marketing Questions group. He's been on a previous episode, wanted to pick his brain for some more awesome tips from Brown Mills, New Jersey, Tony Mealy. Tony, welcome to the zone. Well, thank you very much. And uh, and that was a great introduction. I love when you introduce me. I know we you can know, get into just, anywhere. It just always have, you can find an MC to bring you anywhere you walk in. You're good. Yeah, I'm just going to take you with me everywhere I go. You could just be like, you know, my my walking announcer and just, you know, introduce me everywhere I go. I love it. Yeah, everybody should have an announcer with them. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, you have a super successful business, but I was a guest on one of your Zoom slash in-person trainings. It was really pretty cool. And I want to talk about that, but really quick, what makes you keep going because some people like they they want to build a some some level and they stop because hey they're happy but what makes you just keep going because you've been in business for a while you don't have to be working but you choose to be working what makes you keep going well it's uh so it's 21 years Ooh. 21 years with the same company and uh and every time that i set a goal and i hit it it's just that you know now i i get exposed to different, more different, bigger lifestyle. And I just want to do a little bit more. And so, uh, there's a lot out there. Um, we can, we can travel, you know, we can build all over the place. I, I, and really, uh, I guess what it is, is I, I like helping people. I'm, I'm a red personality, but the, the part of me that pretends to be a yellow really gets really jacked up and excited when I'm able to see somebody else getting a little bit of success. That's awesome. Yeah, I think the, the key, number one, yes, we all have a little bit of yellow in us, uh, even as a green. Um, but at the same time, I like where you say, hey, just we had goals that we never thought existed probably 21 years ago. I'd imagine their goals are completely different than what you thought you could you could accomplish. Oh my God. No, you know, 21 years ago when I started this, um, and obviously inflation has changed what a dollar is worth, you know, but, but I was, I was making $125 a day as a pizza maker amongst a whole bunch of other careers that I have had over the years. And I was ready to buy a restaurant. I wanted to be my own boss. And then when I saw the owner of the restaurant was having a hard time getting a Friday night off, I said, well, wait a minute, is this really the life that I want? I was spending more time with pictures of my children than I was actually spending with my children. Um, and so uh, something had to change. I called up the agent who was my agent. I had been a client for five years and I said, you know, Fred, is there still a way for me to work with you guys? And uh, he, he was at my house, I think, before the phone hung up, you know, back in the old days when you had to hang them up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, with the curly cord. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And so, I, you know, what I thought was going to be a career change actually turned into great part-time income. 
And okay, I excellent. took a job as a security guard in the school because the uh, the first year of being in business, uh, you just can't jump in with two feet. And, you know, the people who make it happen, yeah, they're unicorns. You know, most mm-hmm. people, it takes a little bit of time, get some skills, takes a little bit of time to, 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 to get the, the business up and running. And uh, the problem with that was that I was making a fairly decent living as a security guard at the school. And that was an anchor because I didn't want to give that up, mm. but I was making really good part-time money, you know, five, six, seven, $8,000 a year part-time, you know, okay. extra, extra, extra $500 a month. That's the difference between a vacation and a staycation. It's a difference between, you know, whether you have a, a new car or a secondhand car. And, uh, and finally, when the time came for us to part ways, I just, I, I put this, I put the pedal to the metal and I put my head down and, um, and from there, it's just been history, but it's crazy what we're doing, the, the goals and the things that we're hitting, the things that my wife and I are able to do today that we never were able to do before. Um, I, I mean, we travel a lot, um, you know, we take four and five and six vacations a year. Um, and, and some of them are, some of them are road trips. A lot of them are, are flying around the United States just to, and we get to build our business everywhere we go. There you go. That's a deduction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, that was a long answer to a, to a short question, but you know, that's uh, that's what keeps us going is that, you know, what else is there? I've been an EMT. I've been an aircraft mechanic in the Air Force. I worked for a little company called Xerox Fixing Copiers. I, I've been in a restaurant business. I, I've been all of it. I've never found a home. And so where else am I going to be? What industry could I be in that's going to give me the freedom to do this, to be able to be at all of my kids' events as they were growing up and uh, and still be able to work from my house? Yeah. No, there's a lot of nuggets there, and I'm probably going to skip over a bunch of them. But the, the last one he said, uh, be at kids' events. I think that's huge. My best friend, his son is graduating high school. is a senior year. My daughter is just starting high school. And then we're like, hey, time's ticking. We're getting old. Uh, and We don't want to miss this stuff. Yeah. So even had a change of careers, and, and I'm like even more focused on, okay, I'll skip one game, but I'm not going to skip all the other games for her marching band. You know, it's, it's important to me, but I was looking, you said it was $125 ish per day making pizza. Yeah. That's what I was making. I was making $125 mm-hmm. a day making pizza back in, uh, I guess that would have been 1998, 1999. Okay. I mean, with inflation, let's say it's, you know, two fifty or whatever. And then seeing that, okay, if I really put the pedal to the metal. I could have no Fridays off and own my, own my business, but not own my life. I'd imagine that that's a great wake up call. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking it was so hard to work back then. I mean, yeah, people had internet, but they weren't excited about it. It wasn't on their phones. And yeah. nowadays I think people can build what five times faster. I'd imagine. I can't, I can't even think. Oh, about I, it. I, I would think so. And I think that across the board, um, not only has the, the internet made a huge impact in how fast we can move, um, it, we can, as long as the company that you're affiliated with allows it, you can build worldwide. You yeah, know, whatever your restrictions are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, some countries, you know, like we're limited United States, Canada and their territories, 
you know, but I know people that, you know, they're in Canada and they are building all over the whole United States. They're building all over Europe. They're building in Africa and depends on the company and where you're able to do business, but just through zoom, you know, yeah, you know, access, you know, access somebody on zoom, make a relationship with them online. And, uh, and, and before you know it, somebody on the other side of the planet can be helping grow your business. And as long as you keep your focus on helping them grow their business, you're going to get taken care of. Yeah. We talked earlier, I think on a previous episode, I'll put a link here as well to the previous episode so people can hear it if they haven't already. Awesome. Back then it was at least five cents a minute. You know, the, the levels of communication, which we talked about the last episode wasn't there. You couldn't see people, right? Uh, you know, you might've gotten a really horrible cell phone photo. Hey, this is me. And then, you know, get data to text it to you. But yeah, there, it just was harder. I think people, people are spoiled now, which is great. Okay. I'm happy for them too. So my son is 32 when he got his first cell phone. I don't even remember how far back it was, but you know, it was a nickel um, uh, text and I didn't text. I just made phone calls, but he just was all about text. I got a $600 phone bill and I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I'm looking and there were thousands of texts and I'm like, let me see your phone. And he was like texting like, K. <laughs> it's like you, you sent one character instead of 140 and it's the same nickel. And he's like, I don't know. Because you had to hit the five twice to get the K, I believe. So, yeah, was, we're, we're showing our that T9 having to, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, well, well, I mean, yeah, with levels of communication and, and the reason I brought you on today was definitely to talk about you just did this and you continue. I just realized you've been doing this for months now is kind of doing these monthly blitzes where whether you're a leader or whether you're brand new in the business, you can kind of tap into this this big training, it's interactive, which is most important, but you've utilized kind of an in-person kind of a hybrid scenario where it's in-person slash I zoomed in. Um, right. Can you explain like how powerful that is to your business? Yeah. So, so, and we do, we call it a hybrid model. Um, I think that I stole that term from the school system, but I'm not sure where I picked it up from, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to give the school system credit for it. There you go. Uh, so we've got two cameras in the office. We've got a wide angle camera that sits at the very back of the office. So you can see everybody who's there. And then we've got another camera that sits up at the front of the office. that's looking down at who's doing the present presenting. And uh, so we, we run zoom off of two computers with the two different cameras. And, uh, and what, we're, what it allows us to do is it allows us to invite the local people to build a local team right here in uh, our offices in Brick, uh, which is about 35, 40 minutes from where I live. And so we can have people come there. But then what it also allows is it allows us to have people all over that can join in. And we are our, our, our basic training model is that we understand that sitcoms are 30 minutes long for a reason. And that mm. is that the brain will only absorb as much as the butt can withstand. Mm. So what we do is, is we break training into three 30 minute sections. 
And the first 30 minute section is just the corporate overview. It talks about the company, who we are, what we do, how we get paid, which any company is going to have that. But it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, as Jonathan says, you know, it doesn't have to be three hours long and 400 PowerPoint slides, right? Yep. So, so we, we've condensed it down to 30 minutes. We answer the important questions. You know, what's the industry? Um, how much money can I make and what do I got to do to make it? Um, so that's the first 30 minutes. The second 30 minutes is usually some sort of training on the mindset, training on, on how we think. And then the end of it is typically some product training to make sure that people are getting skills. And, and it is, it's designed for everybody from the brandiest brandy new person all the way up to somebody who's got lots of experience. Yeah. And everybody listen, you know, they could obviously, you know, tame it down if they don't uh, have an office in the service industry, they could, you know, utilize the zoom and they could utilize, you know, a laptop in front of a kitchen table with four other, you know, distributors or whatever. We could obviously can scale it up or down, but it's just the fact that in person and let's throw the safety thing out of the window, you know, it depends on when they're listening and where they're at, where everything's safe. We're good. But let's say that just the in-person of it, is it like it's there's a different energy when you can make it happen i think yep and something that we started even before covid um is every in-person training that we have is a potluck excellent because you know they they, if you want people to show up you feed them right and uh and it's really hard to be mad at somebody if you're breaking bread with them so it's that level six communication you know, uh, your face to face over food. Uh, and so for, uh, for the people who are coming in on zoom, it's like level 4.5 skill, uh, 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 communication. It's, it's on zoom face to face while other people are eating. Oh, I had no idea. It was a potluck. I, I was on zoom. I figured I'd, I could have brought a donut and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it would have been, then, then it would have been 4.5, right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, speaking of which, I remember when the whole shutdown happened and now everybody knows about Zoom, which is really cool. makes my life a lot easier. I would always tell people, bring a beverage. I don't care what your company culture is, whether it's coffee, whether it's beer. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're toasting uh, in in our podcast here. But, yeah, bring a beverage because you're going to have a beverage anyways. But the mental fact of um, it's a social gathering in that direction, I love. And I had no idea it was a potluck because that's like... That's, yeah. that's way better than just a, a coffee. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So every, every Wednesday night when we're having our training in the office, it is potluck style. And we just have a different leader from the agency every week. They provide the meal. And cool. so, you know, it, it might be me one week. It might be, it might be, you know, one of our districts another week. It might be, you know, uh, one of the one of the other we've just got a whole list of leaders and we just kind of like run through them and uh and it works excellent yeah i think that's way more important than a lot of people like well when they do hotel meetings like well this hotel is better than that hotel it doesn't matter if you have some sort of communal thing <laughs> they don't care <laughs> yeah if you're if you if you're doing a hotel meeting um you know i i think the key there is, is it's the same thing, you know, at least have like the, some pastries or something at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we've done big seminars, that's what we've done. We, we, we contract whatever hotel it is. And, and we just make sure that there are pastries or cakes or something at the back and coffee. 
just to just to take the level of the uh, and I never did it never did it knowing that that was level six communication never had a name for it until I met your dad right uh, but we just always instinctively did that yeah well, I think it's just subconsciously we know it works and people feel comfortable I think it's the most important part but having that at a training that's next level I love it. <laughs> Before all of the internet came out, I used to tell me, I say, look, you know, the best appointments that you can be on when you're at somebody's kitchen table and you're talking about the business and they've got pastries and coffee and everything all laid out for you, you know, that you are either doing business or recruiting somebody because they're not going to feed somebody that they don't want to work with. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. They like uh, you. Yeah. So they like you enough to feed you. You're going to end up doing business with them. Just is what it is. Uh, cool. And so you've been doing these trainings. You said you kind of build to a monthly event. Is that how you've been working it or how often? Well, we, we meet every week. So it's, it's a, it's, and it's been every week. And even through the pandemic, what we did was we just took our live meeting and we brought it to zoom. Um, the first time that we did it, I was still using the free version of zoom. Mm-hmm. And we got to the 40 minute mark and I was in the middle of something and it just said, Oh, Nope, you're done. And it just shut it down. And I was like, Oh, cause prior to that I had used zoom, but only in a one-on-one -on -one situation. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. okay. So if I've got somebody that is a, a, a prospective client or prospective agent and they were in another state, Oh, well, let's just jump on Zoom. I'll send you a link and we'll do it. So I was just able to use the free version to make money all the time. Now the pandemic comes around and the free version just wasn't enough. And it's, I don't know, what is it? 15, 20 bucks a month. It's not even like it's a whole heck of a lot of money. Yeah, Steph, it's, it's under 20. So, and then, yeah, most people can just use the meetings. I think it's hundred people max, but yeah, um, if you have over a hundred people, that's a good problem. So no worry about it. Yeah. yeah, if you've got if you've got over a hundred people, go ahead. You can afford to buy the next level up. You know? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> should not be a problem. Um, nope. So yeah, so we uh, so so the following week we just took our Zoom game up another level, and uh, and uh, and and we've been doing Zoom all along. Um, I know that some leaders have gone completely online and are not doing anything live at all. And I think that's an error in judgment. Yeah, I, I get the the point. And it's cool that we don't have to get on a plane and fly to, as you said, like Canada, you know, for a couple hundred and then flight and meals. That's cool. But I think the communal thing, that's what builds communities. Yeah. Uh, I'm, talking, I'm double talking here, but you, you know what I mean? Where I think people miss that social aspect. And I think it's, it's massive as much as you can do. Um, you know, you may live in the middle of nowhere, but at the same time, there's somebody else that lives in the middle of nowhere that wants a community. Right. I, I mean, uh, unless you live in Nelson, Nevada, there's going to be somebody in your community that wants what you have. Mm -hmm. That being the case, we need to be building in our backyard just as much as we should be building in the, in the global economy as well. Um, you know, and, and the truth of it is, is that, you know, we, we're coming out, I don't know, we're a year and a half into this pandemic thing. Sounds good. Yeah. Something like that. Right. <laughs> no idea. Um, people want to get out. You know, there's a reason why 
there were long lines at restaurants. And it is not all about the lack of workers. It's also about the fact that people want to get out. You're in the Networker Zone with Keith Schreider. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about this before we hit record, and I'm trying to, you know, figure this out as well. People, I think it's what we, I want to get your input is really what I'm asking is, you know, some people say the economy is good. Some people say the economy is bad. Some people say, oh, nobody's a prospect. Some people say everybody's a prospect. How are you getting people to change their mindset to, hey, everybody wants us, everybody needs us versus nobody has any money? Is is, is it their self-doubt or where are you seeing? Well, you know what? Um, we tend to be a little bit selective. Um, because one of the things that I say a lot to a lot of people is that you are, you are going to go and prospect somebody to join your business. I don't recruit somebody into the business. I don't, I don't do it on the first or second time that I meet them, because if I get into a relation, Keith, if I'm bringing you into my agency, my intention is, is I want to work with you and make you successful. I'm going to be building a 5, 10, 15, 20-year relationship with you so that way I can help you be successful, which will help us be successful as well. And if I've never met you before, I don't know that I want to trust you enough that I want to put my family's future in your hands. So it's the selective masses. Um, so I, I just I said, don't go just rush out. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was in one of your books or your dad's books or somewhere, but, but the concept of, you know, so, so the guy he's now he's, he's, he's grown up, he's graduated high school, gone through college, he's graduated college and he's got a good job. And now he says, well, the only thing that I have left to do is to get a wife and build a family. So he goes to the shopping mall and he goes and he sees a pretty lady and he just walks up to her and says, hi, um, you know, my name is. Uh, would you marry me? That's how a lot of people build their business. <laughs> uh, yeah. It just, something doesn't feel right about that scenario to me. So we use a, we use a, a process where we will meet with somebody and we'll do the, the two minute story and we'll spend some time talking to them, get to know them a little bit. We'll invite them out to a, more formal setting on a Wednesday night where we're doing a zoom presentation where you can come into the office and we'll, get, and then afterwards we'll have a follow-up and then we'll go ahead and we'll get paperwork signed and get, get a person onto the team. Um, but it really is. It's, it's about making sure that people understand that yes, everybody does want what we have. And yes, everybody is a prospect at first, but we have to weed some people out. Uh, in, in the United States, um, if you were to ask a hundred fat people how to lose weight, they're going to tell you eat less and exercise more. Yep. And then you say, well, why are you still fat? And it's because they don't want to eat less and exercise more. They still want to go and have the, the Big Mac and the jumbo French fries and the, and the extremely large, you know, 1200 calorie milkshake. And uh, I don't know if that was the answer to the question you asked, but. No, I'm just saying when, when you come down to Houston, you got to go to Waterburger because their milkshakes are amazing. So <laughs> are they? Oh, listen, you talked to me. Into it. You know, 
listen, ice cream, anything, ice cream, and I'm at milkshakes, ice cream, oh. Sundays, yeah, that and tacos, you, you know, you'll get me. You know? you know, custard's not as big as it is in the Northeast, in the Midwest. You know, that, that needs to be a thing, custard and the concretes. You know, we're more of an ice cream uh, state, but with we need to venture out a little bit. But yeah, milkshakes, Whataburger, that's a thing. They're starting to branch out, so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> deal. <laughs> yeah, but no, that, that's true. Is that, yeah, people have the information. Uh, it's just, what do people want? Is the timing right? Um, but yeah, I, I see a lot of people build their business like, hey, I, it's a, it's a ridiculous as me saying, hey, I talked to 20 people. No one wanted to marry me today. Well, what'd you expect? Maybe one right. sucker is just because they're like, yeah, sure. I'll roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, and, and, and I guess, you know, that's the internet, you know, the internet has made people that accessible that if you were to go and send out thousands of, you know, buy my stuff, join my team messages that you're going to, by default, some people you're going to get them at the right time. I just don't want to take that much rejection. Yeah, I think you're obviously working smarter and building relationships, which we should be um, anyways, because there's there are a lot of people that I really do not want them to even be a customer. They're just horrible people. Like, you're going to complain about something. I can I can guarantee it. <laughs> I, could, I could sense it a mile away. <laughs> I have turned clients away. Um, I, I, I had a client that was, uh, he was, he was investment client. You know, mm-hmm. and he was, he was uh, not, not huge, but you know, he was a significant amount of, of investments every month. And every third week I was getting a phone call from him saying that, you know, um, he wasn't getting the, the, the returns that he wanted, that he thought that he should be getting. I said, you know what? We talked through all of this. We came up with a strategy. This wasn't, this was the strategy we decided on. Obviously this isn't working for you. I think you need to go find somebody else. Yeah. We don't need to, we don't need to go chasing after everything. You know, there's, there's, there's 7 billion people on this planet, which means there's, you know, there's 7 billion people on the planet. And to build a successful business, we need seven to 10 key people. And I don't care what business you're in. You get seven to 10 key people. Keith, what would your business be like if you had seven Keiths on your team? Yeah, there you go. That's all you need. Max. Yeah. And then teach them how to get seven. And that's where the duplication starts coming in. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy you're, you're saying this because when I say, but like, I have a hurry, heard it before, but at the same time, like, I just think I want to set people's mind up straight where let's not be in desperation to get people. Let's get the right people. Cause not everybody, you know, is worth our time. Um, that's just, they're worth someone else's time. And right. it's not us being mean or rude. It's just, it's not their time there. They, they got, we've all had mental stuff go on and things like that. And I don't want people like, Oh, they quit. Well, Luckily they did because they would be a pain in your tail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the, in the forum, I, I don't know who was posted, but, but, but I put a comment out in the, in the, in the forum on Facebook earlier today, yesterday, I don't know. I say, you know what the best thing about network marketing is, is that anybody can join. And oh, the yes. worst thing about network marketing is anyone can join. 
<laughs> yep, I did see that. <laughs> we'll put a link to the to the group as well because it's a great resource where you can even search and see um, some awesome stuff. Um, very helpful information. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, I, I don't know. I tripped over that forum. I guess that, that's how I met your dad. Actually, I tripped over that forum by accident about three or four years ago. Probably three, probably a little over three years ago. Oh, okay. And I, I tripped over it by accident. I wasn't making as much money as we're making now. And I was like, you know what? I know what the answer is. The answer is, is I need to start building a team and not, you know, just doing it all on my own pen. And I wasn't getting a lot of the help that I needed inside my agency so i reached out to your dad and said hey you know would you help me and uh and he said yeah i said there's an event you're going to be at in philadelphia which is not far from me and he said well just come up early and we'll have dinner together and and i and the rest is history well there you go that's easy yeah Well, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about this, you know, as far as Zoom versus, um, you know, five cents a minute, you know, five, five cents a text, uh, yeah. you know, things, things have really changed. And I think some people get stuck in a rut, especially been in the business for 20 plus years. And some people, even five plus years, things change and we have to kind of pivot or we get left in the dust. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of companies shut down in 2020. I've seen a lot of companies blow up yeah. uh, sales because they've, changed and, and, and pivot um, are some of the things you know we've talked about zoom we talked about the uh, the events any other tips that you think people should do they probably haven't done in five years and things are changing you know things that says okay we need to do this or we're going to get left behind but the potluck thing uh, that's uh, that's the miracle right there uh, <laughs> you've got to have five different ways of adding names to your list minimum. Ooh, nice. Because, uh, it's um, the way it was taught to me is you need five to stay alive. And here's oh, the reason. We're coining that. I'm stealing it. Okay. No <laughs> you stole it for someone else. Fair I did. Game. I did. I, I, in <laughs> fact, I want to make sure I give credit. I swiped that from MJ Durkin. All right. So, um, but here's the thing. So let's say that the primary way that a person is prospecting pre-pandemic is they're just going to go out and they're going to stroll the mall. They're going to see who they come into contact with casually and how they, and that's their main way. And they can go out and they can pick up five, 10 names a day, all day long. They're great at it. And then comes a pandemic and it shuts down everything. What happens to their business? They're done. Yep. On the flip side, what happens if a person's main way of prospecting is, is to get out on social media and to get out on Facebook and to, because Facebook, if Facebook was a country, it's probably the third or fourth largest country on the planet. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's Mars. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, massive. it's, you know, so I get that, but then what happens if, uh, if you're doing that and then all of a sudden one of your comments, one of your posts, something you put out on Facebook crosses the line with their their fact-checking sensors and you get put into Facebook jail for 30 days. Well, what happens to your business for the next month? Yep, absolutely you're nothing. You're stuck. Same thing with if you're going to do email. or And really, what you need to do 
is you need to find four or five different ways that are geared to your personality type. I'm a red. I, I'm, I'm a red with a lot of blue. I like to travel, put the spotlight on me. Give So, so I do seminars. I do lots of seminars. Why? Because I'm very, very comfortable in front of a room and, and I can speak to a room. Ask my wife to do a seminar. I mean, she has a hard time speaking in front of the church when she has to give a five-minute temple talk. You know, for most people would rather, you know, be, would rather not be in front of the room speaking. Most people are terrified of speaking in public. So that's not a way, but vendor fairs, Facebook referrals, uh, you could do coffees and teas. If you have a local team, uh, here is, here is one of my favorite techniques if you for building customers, this is this is a favorite technique. If you have a local team and you have local client base, uh, call one of your best clients on their birthday, and or shortly before their birthday. Say, hey, listen, you know what? Hey, Keith, you know what? I know your birthday is coming up. Let's can we get together? I'll, I'm gonna take you out for breakfast. That'd be okay. Wow, there you go, easy slam dunk. Hey, listen, you know what? Um, breakfast with the two of us would be great. Why don't you bring your best friend with you too? Even better. I'm not going to discuss business when we're meeting for breakfast. But at some point in time, the best friend is going to say, Hey, Keith, how do you know Tony? Yeah, seems like a pretty solid guy He's buying us breakfast. And yeah. plus, they're a really good client, anyways. So um, we should be doing it anyways. So it's good. Yeah. And it's just another way to, to bring value. And when you're bringing value to people, people are going to see you as valuable. And, uh, and then they start passing you around and they start sharing you with their friends and with their family and what goes on inside that other person's head. And it doesn't matter what the, the career position, what the client relationship is. In my case, it happens to be finance, but your best friend is going to be like, wait, Keith has a finance guy. And a finance guy's taking him out for breakfast, taking me out for breakfast. My finance guy's never taking me out for breakfast. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's those small things. It's I mean, yeah, breakfast for three will, will cost money, but it's way better than any lead or any um, social media ad boost or anything else like that. I think that's genius. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That one. That one was worth the price of admission. There you go. It's worth their uh, their their thirty minute time here. I'm not sure how how, how much we we've gotten, but they've gotten some good stuff. Yeah. So um, so it really, but it is. So the the key really is, you know, whether you're prospecting for people, whether you're for for the business, whether you're prospecting for people to be clients or whatever, distributors or clients, distributors, customers, agents, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is about just being in a place of service. If we talk about the service that we're going to provide, if we make it all about benefits to them, benefits is one of my favorite words. It's, it's, we want to know what the, it's not the me benefit. It's the you benefit. What's in it for you. There you because go. That's, that's the radio station. Everybody's tuned to W I I F M what's in it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I like the five to stay alive because some people, I want to focus Well, you can focus, but find other four that, you know, or what, you know, 10% of your time, 40%, the other 60% yeah. of that one, whatever. And, uh, 
uh, you know, and your father has a book on that. It's called 51 ways to sponsor, <laughs> you know, not that I want to promote your father's books and your books, but you know, I mean, um, you know, I've, I've trimmed out the stuff that we can't use. So when I teach my people, it's 48 plus ways, but you know, we have mm-hmm. a couple of three or four ways that are non-compliant for us, but yeah, there always is something weird. You know. <laughs> we like to, we like to keep it interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's networking groups, start your own networking group. There's so many things that, that people can do. I think they just have to figure out, like you said, what's comfortable to them because that's yeah. what they're going to do. Yep. Yeah. Um, meetup.com is a great way to, to get groups started. Uh, I don't, not that I'm going to promote somebody else's website, but I just did. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's, oh, you like to hike? Good. Go join the hiking group on meetup.com. You're going to meet lots of people. You're going to enjoy doing what you're going to do with them. And the subject of business will come up naturally because what do people talk about? Oh, yeah. what do you do hey, for a living? Great to meet you. What do you do for a living? Yep. You know? Uh, especially guys we're super simple that's all we talk about this is the weirdest yeah. thing especially in the u.s yeah. work <laughs> it's easy fishing hunting uh, you know, I, I, what else is there to talk about you know sports yeah uh, we're pretty simple guys are the easiest to talk to they're just uh, absolutely programmed absolutely so so that's what i would do i would i would i would look for different ways to to make sure that you're engaging as many people as you possibly can through as many different agencies and techniques that you possibly can. Um, and if you like one more than others, I, I, the vast majority of my new clients today are still coming from referrals. You know? It's but easy. That's it's super easy. Easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, oh, hi, um, Keith, Tom told me I should give you a call. Yeah. So they, you can help me out. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Did, I mean, <laughs> did he tell you to expect my phone call? You know? yeah. Oh, he did. I always think of it as like it's like a it's like a, a witness to a crime. You have a witness, you're good. So it's or the crime that you didn't commit. So you know, referrals that's so key, so key. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 just it's just such an easy way to build a business. Um, and and you can ask referrals even if they're not a client. You can ask somebody for a referral. Yeah, if you're a nice person, people love to help people. Yeah, it's, it's a natural so- instinct. You know, hey, Keith, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm expanding my business in the area. Do you know anybody that's maybe, you know, working two or three jobs and just wants to get it down to one? There you go. Uh, Done. Done. You know, um, I'm looking for people who are young and motivated and want to make an extra $500 or $1,000 a month, you know, making a uh, an impact in the world. Easy. You know, and, and I'm trying to keep it as generic as possible because I'm yeah, cause, yeah. <laughs> cause, because because the words that were about to come out of my mouth were were company specific. You know, what I mean? it's like yeah, oh, wait, yeah, you know wait, your wait. benefit, you know the the magic words to to put to put in. But the, there really are, there's one way that every single person um, can do because you're not promoting yourself, you're not asking them, you're asking for a referral. Um, super easy and and these are these are good techniques and we could talk. Uh, for hours. In fact, we probably will talk after we're done recording here. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I, yeah, but I do have to corner you and ask you the three bonus questions. Actually, right. I mix up the questions. It's called the lightning round. Are you ready, Tony? You're ready. I You're ready. am ready for the lightning round. <laughs> All right. If you could go back 20 years ago, what would you tell your future self that's today about business? Uh, that's, that's easy. Um, start fast and pay attention build a team and build it big, build it big, build it big. 
Uh, just that's the key. Whoever gets the most eyeballs on the presentation wins. There you go. I say the more you expose yourself wins, but then they said that's, that's not supposed to say that, but people remembered it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, my trainings. I, uh, uh, well, yeah, I can't tell you that I'm not going to be using that. I will give you credit the first couple of times after that, I'm going to own it. So, All right. Question number two, here's a hard one for you. Where's your favorite place to travel? I love to travel out to Arizona. Uh, I've got family that lives in, in Lake Havasu City, so we get out there a couple times a year, get out in the desert. It's awesome. Uh, been to New Orleans five or six times, really like that. Um, Savannah, Georgia, any of those old towns that have those those old things. Um, and, and actually, I did go back to Nelson, Nevada just recently because I hadn't been there in a while. Um, I love ghost towns, uh, anything yeah. like that. You know, that, uh, that's, that's my favorite places. Yeah. We, we actually, a lot of people, we haven't been to Arizona in 20 years and we ended up, well, for, for, um, for sightseeing or for, uh, touristy stuff, but we ended up going to Arizona, Sedona area over the summer, July, which is okay. you know really hot, but it, it was beautiful out there. And, um, yeah, Arizona is kind of the hidden gem. Most people don't know about it. Yeah. A lot of, uh. You know, um, off topic, but a lot of the old spaghetti westerns were filmed either in Arizona or in Italy. They got called spaghetti westerns because a lot of them were filmed in Italy, filmed in Italy. But a lot of the old westerns were equally filmed in in Arizona because it's just that 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 desert culture. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they even had a museum just for the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so Lake Havasu, okay. Uh, I'll definitely have to check that out next to our over there. How far is it from Sedona? I think it's more towards it's, the West, correct? It is. It is right on the California border, two hours South of Las Vegas. Okay. And it is where the London bridge is. The London bridge was moved brick by brick in the 1970s from London to Lake Havasu city, Arizona. Yeah. I've known the trivia and I've known it's there, but I've just never really uh, gone to that area, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's on my list now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It does not look like the Tower Bridge, everybody. I know a lot of English that, <laughs> that, that bugs was, them. <laughs> that was when when Sharon told us that we were going out there the first time. I, I, we're driving down 95 in the desert, and I'm like, all right, where's the bridge? And she says, it's coming up. And I'm like, all right, we're getting out. I'm like, all right, where's the bridge? She says, all right, it's coming up. I'm like, all right, where's the bridge? She says, we just went over it. And I'm like, no, 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 the the, the London Bridge. I was thinking Tower Bridge, like everybody else does. It's not, it's a, it's a, just a stone bridge that just goes over to the resort, but, uh, but it is kind of cool. Yeah. Way more impressive. You're on the water than than you're actually on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. From underneath, it's definitely much better. Um, and some of those photographs are actually, I just posted some of them as well. Oh, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I would like actually to go to Vegas, not stay there too long, but just go there again. It's been 15 years. Um, but. Uh, All right, cool. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, here, question number three, which is a really hard one for you. Uh, We've talked pizza. We've talked ice cream. We've talked custard. What's your favorite culinary guilty pleasure? Uh, Without a shadow of a doubt, it's tacos. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I could eat tacos breakfast, lunch, and dinner. In fact, when I was in Mexico, I did eat tacos breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, for several days. Um, No kidding. Yeah. I would have never guessed. Yeah. My 
favorite style of cooking is all of that southwestern Tex-Mex. Uh, yeah, anything, anything with a little bit of spice, a little bit of jalapeno. Love it. Okay, well, that explains the Arizona connection. Yeah, because it is southwest. There's a lot of crossover to Tex-Mex. And if you're in Sedona, I'll give a, pl- a plug to Elote, which is traditional Mexican. So you have it all within Arizona. Tex-Mex, yeah. Southwest, real, real Max. Yeah. All the Max. It's awesome. Okay. Yes. We're, we're gonna we're gonna meet there sometime. Forget Absolutely. meeting in Houston. Let's go to let's go to Arizona. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. All right. We'll uh first week in December, we'll make something happen. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> is that is that where you normally take off? No, that's when I'm gonna be out there next. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's before it gets super cold. I don't I don't want to see any ice. Um, but uh yeah. Okay. No no ice in the Lake Havasu City area. It has it has snowed once in the last 20 years or so, and that was just a dusting. Um, but it does get cold at nighttime because you're in the desert and there's nothing stopping the cold. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with the dry cold is actually uh, you know, living in Houston, it's humidity. A cold, humid is is ridiculous. Dry cold, it's not too bad. Yeah, uh, New Jersey, it's the humidity. You know, we're in the same place. You know, it's like we're right off the ocean, and it's it's you know, it could be a hundred degrees, and you could have a hundred hundred percent humidity, and it's just like yeah, done. <laughs> Uh, that's all right well i appreciate your time today and uh look forward to having you back on because there's even more questions i have for you but more importantly hey look forward to meeting you in arizona all right (laughs) terrific thanks again tony you are so very welcome as always if you found value in this episode the most important thing is actually to use the information number two is actually to share it or to teach it to somebody And if you'd like to become the first to find out about upcoming weekly episodes, simply hit the plus subscribe follow button depends on your podcast platform. More, more importantly, looking forward to sharing another episode next week. Thanks for visiting the networker zone to get awesome networking tips delivered directly to your inbox or for more information about books, audiobooks, online training, including Zooms and masterclasses, make sure and visit BigAlBooks.com.